Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to the podcast. If you don't know, now you know. I'm your host, Mr. Hecker. Please enjoy the show. Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to If You Don't Know, Now You Know. My name is Mr. Hecker. Thank you very much for joining us here today. This beautiful guest here this morning. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Luke. And thank you so much for inviting me on your podcast. Yeah, no worries. And for the people out there listening, this is Nidia. Um, Thank you for joining us. And I'll put your, uh, what is your Instagram name too, actually? Tantric Frequency. Yeah, and I'll put that up on the screen here as well and in the um, description below so everyone can find you. I like to give all my plugs at the start of the podcast so everyone can find you. Um, First things first, I like to start off every podcast with a bit of gratitude. Uh, What are three things you're grateful for today? Oh, I'm really grateful for being where I am. It's an amazing place, you know, to be on Australia's most easterly point. It's a beautiful day. I'm always grateful for just being here. And I'm grateful for my children. They also come up there right up. And I'm also really grateful for doing my purpose work. Oh, yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. Kick off your Friday. How how has your day, day been actually, the start of it? Yeah, good. Uh, look, I do the kids stuff in the morning. They're off to school and things like that. And then I get started with my day. I was in um, uh, one of those um, group chats with um, a program that I'm part of at the moment. So I did that for an hour before, which was really inspiring. And um, yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, so for the people out there that are listening, uh, give us a brief about what you do. Because this is a really interesting topic. Um, and I found for the people out there listening, I'm like, I've seen you on your Instagram and this is something that's come up in my peripheral quite a bit. And I'm like, look, I got to get you on the show. So I messaged you straight away. I think it was just, I watched something and I was like, yep. I was like, messaged you within an instant. And I was like, can you come on the podcast? I'd really appreciate it. Um, yeah. And a really good topic to talk about as well. So if you could give us a rundown uh, about what you do. Nice. Thank you. Yes. Look, so yes, the work I do is a bit different, isn't it? Uh, So I work, I specialize in helping men. So I've been doing this work for about five years, but it's based on experiences and insights that I had a very long time ago when I first started my spiritual search three decades ago, really. And uh, these days I work as a coach for men and I specialize in helping men um, uh, evolve sexually and in a way that's really connected to their authentic spirit and and really their deeper essence. So it's very deep work. And um, the way I call it, and uh, which is, by the way, um, totally true, uh, I help men learn to last for one hour or more in bed and have multiple orgasms without ejaculation. So um, um, that's what I call it. But in reality, there's a lot more than that. Yeah, it's definitely deep work. It's something that I, I, I didn't realize was actually a, an, a problem or an issue in my lifestyle um, until I kind of got into like, you know, getting into like kind of spirituality a little bit and started to get a little bit more in touch with myself. And uh, I realized I was like, yo, well, I think we've been taught this, we've been had this conception of how sex should look. It's been, it's been given to us the wrong way, I feel. Um, no one ever really taught us or educated us in the right way. Um, like, and that's why I'm like, and I really need to have this conversation and chat with you today because uh, I know a lot of people in my um, circle and that listen to this podcast would benefit um, from our conversation around around this topic. So what is um, one thing I've got a question about is what's one of the biggest things that you find with men in this area? That's a, that's a problem or issue, I feel. Well, the biggest thing is that everybody's pretty much been very, very uh, misled. 
mm. by the mainstream approach, um, you know, to sex. And that is the porn industry makes up with the bulk of that, you know, because it's so readily accessible. Uh, it's really what people, you know, and men go by when it comes to educating themselves. And it's uh, unfortunately uh, very, very off the mark because it's a male model is designed by men for men. And it doesn't take into the account at all how women actually uh, are designed and, and function. Yeah, it's uh, I've learned in this curve hard lately, um, really different. <laughs> it's um, and, I, and I'll speak into one of my experiences because in the last year, I haven't drunk alcohol or anything like that. Wow. Um, and, I've, and I've been just tidying up my act a little bit and I haven't done any drugs or alcohol. And um, I guess sexual, like when I was having sex with someone before that, it was very different because everything's in heightened. You know, I was on drugs and alcohol. Um, and then this year, it's very, very different. I'm a lot more cleaner and clearer. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's, that's kind of what woke me to this. And I'm like, okay, this is very different. This is not it's a, there's, there's two total opposite things here going on. And um, I was like, look, I really need to educate because it threw me off a lot. I didn't know. It's, um, yeah. it's a bit, bit yeah, out of me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very different, like you say. It's like a, a different paradigm, really. I use that, those words sometimes uh, just to, to try and explain, you know, how, how different it is. And it's, um, you know, it's amazing with us humans. It's like we can learn so many things um, from a mental perspective. And, and that's how, you know, our society is, is built based on, you know, all the uh, logic thinking, you know. But in reality, it's like, yes, it's that going on. But beneath that, we are we humans. Uh, mm. You know, we are, we are souls. We are, I mean, if you look at it from like the quantum physics perspective, we're space. Yeah. And we forget that, you know, so if we approach things in life, like, well, studies and work and things like that from the mental level, uh, well, that can work very well. But when you get into things like relating and love and sex and intimacy, if you approach that from a mental perspective, um, it's not going to work very well. Mm. You will just get the the very superficial layer and and it, it won't go deeper than that unless you prepare to actually go deeper within yourself. Yeah, and it's, and back on the pornography thing as well, that's a really big issue, and I didn't realize this until I I tried it myself. Um, I had I tried not watching porn for a long time, yeah. although I don't think my addiction is bad as a lot of other guys, but I didn't realize that it's quite an issue um, with people, and it's when yeah. you try to stop, when you stop it, then you realize how much of an issue it is, and I don't think it's it is very readily available, and I feel like it's um it's become a big problem in a lot of people's relationships as well. I see um like men will you know go to alternative to porn and stuff like that rather than having sex with their partners. It's mm. uh it's uh it's quite an issue. Hey, and is, is there anything that um has come up there for you like with uh like with that with men like trying to wean them off it or anything like that? Yeah, good point. So yeah, with porn, like you say, you know, it it becomes very quickly very addictive. And because the way it's, it's designed, um, you know, for instance, it's, it's meant to make you want to ejaculate, for instance, and mm. fast, yeah. you know. So if you're on a diet on a, a frequent, you know, ejaculation, masturbation habit with porn, uh, that's going to set you in a trap of energy depletion that yeah. then will diminish your, your mental clarity and your willpower, which makes it even harder to get out of that loop, you know? So yeah. they're, they're sort of, it becomes like a hamster wheel that can be really tricky to get out of. And, uh, you know, and just to stop yourself 
you know, that's definitely, I mean, there's approaches that do that, you know, and, and that's a good step in itself, but then you're really relying just on your willpower. And, um, you know, the way I look at and work with sexuality is different in the sense that uh, we work with actually cultivating and circulating sexual energy. So, um, because for most men, uh, they only use to, uh, to build the sexual energy and then release it through ejaculation. And that's like the cycle, the way it goes. You build and release, build and release, build and release, and you never seen anything outside that. And uh, when you learn to actually start to use your sexual energy to empower yourself, to build it in the body and to circulate it, but learning to not release it through ejaculation, that's when you're really going into very different um, experience. So that's where, you know, guys who, who uh, tried, for instance, just pure uh, semen retention, uh, they also experience feeling more energy, you know, and, and more energized, and it can be really empowering state. But it can also, it kind of doesn't really teach you to go past that, you know, uh, whereas when you learn to actually work with your sexual energy and circulate it, you can balance those intense urges and you can balance, um, basically really step out of that vicious cycle of build and deplete, build and deplete. So you learn to actually master the flow of your energy to empower yourself and also to use in lovemaking so that you can be the kind of lover that can last as long as you want, for instance. Yeah, see, see, I'm so new to this stuff as well. And I, and I actually tried that. Like I tried not, you know, um, getting one out. And I, I was like, oh, I'll just see how long I can go for. And um, at first it was really frustrating. I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, and I slowly got a little bit better at it. I haven't done it in a long time. But um, when I did do it, yes, it is. I just didn't have the tools to know how to navigate it once I got to that certain stage where I was like harnessing my energy and I was looking after myself and stuff. Um, and it's... Uh, yeah, it's a really interesting topic because not a lot of men understand like what you're saying. They just, they just like, okay, I've just got to go get rid of this energy. What is it? Like the sexual energy and they just deplete it straight away. Yeah. Deplete, deplete, yeah. deplete. And it's yeah. not until you stop. Um, that's, that's when you realize like, oh, okay, this is, um, this is how it's meant to be. And uh, for me, it was, uh, I actually had, I stopped for a long time. Mm. I did it. And then I had a, uh, then I had sex with this woman that I was seeing and uh, she said it was so different. She said that was, she said that was so different. She said yeah. that was so much more intimate and I didn't even realize that I just, um, yeah, but that's, that's, that's when I knew this thing was true. And I was like, okay, I've been doing this wrong for so long. Um, this is, this and is, actually you don't really know, cool. you know, we really don't have access to that information. You know, that's where, you know, in this day and age where, you know, information is passed so fast across the globe this is still an area where it's lagging behind you know mm. and which is really you know i see as the main reason for why not more people actually know about this yeah. and uh, you know and when you ask women you know which i also do frequently you know i just not long ago i put out uh, put up this post asking women in in several different groups i got i got hundreds of answers uh, but what the women really long for, you know, and desire intimately, you know, with the man. And the answers were overwhelming um, in, in, uh, along the lines, everything was along the lines of presence, connection, vulnerability, presence, connection, vulnerability. It just over and over and over again, you know, it's, it's very evident that the women, they want to connect. They want to feel that you're there and that you're present. And that 
I mean, we all kind of heard those words, but in reality, we don't have much training in how the fuck to be present, you know? Yeah. And if you're a guy that used to be like always in your head, always on the phone, always doing stuff, you know, and then on top of that, you're feeling really excited and aroused to be present can be a challenge if you haven't actually practiced that. So, um, yeah, so that's where that comes into place that it's actually self-practice. It's not something that you learn with your woman. It's actually your own personal work that you can do by yourself in between lovers. Even you don't even need a partner to do a lot of this work. Mm. What? I guess what would be some advice do you feel like for uh, for b both men and women, like let's say men first, like uh, that are having troubles with this area and, you know, they can't get intimate with their partner and they're looking for ideas and stuff like that. Cause I know this is like, um, you know, a big topic. A lot of men are like, I don't even know how to do that. I don't even know how to be um, intimate. I don't know how to slow down and stop. Cause that's a, that's a hard thing. I know a lot of men would be like, Oh, I can't, just slow down and just be like so present being present is something i used to be quite had a lot of troubles with because yeah. i was always go 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 yeah. problem solver i'm a problem solver um so yeah and like like and it came in how you do anything is how you do everything so when it came to sex i was like oh, i need to solve the problem i just need to try get her off and yeah. then you know make her um you know fix her up and then that's it and that was what i that's how i used to play the game and it's um not a lot of men realize that that's how they're playing it. That is how they're playing it. You know, the overwhelming majority of men do. And that is, you know, basically based on the information we received. So, you know, nobody's to blame there, you know. But when you ask for, if I have something to, you know, to say, the first thing would be really and most important is actually stop trying to make her come. Mm. Stop trying to give her an orgasm because that's the trap. You make it into like a goal-oriented race and that's where you're missing out on everything, all the roses along the way. And uh, when we're in that mindset of trying to make something happen, like the woman will feel it and she will feel pressured. And women are already, you know, trying to fit into this male model that we bombarded with. They, they think they have to uh, come quickly like a man and, and they try and do that fast also. Um, because they're often with a man who doesn't last long, you know, so they're trying to force themselves to fit into the male model, which is not in their nature. So both men and women become, have become very goal-oriented when it comes to sex. And, uh, and with that thinking, we miss out on, on our ability to tap into the present moment. And, and that happens when you, you forget about the orgasm, stop and slow down, so you're not going anywhere. You're just really focusing on being present and connecting. And what happens then is that like the, the present moment starts to open. It's like it starts to exponentially expand. It's amazing, really. It's like, it's like magic, yeah? And I'm sure everybody can relate to this on some level. You Definitely everyone has experienced moments of this, whether it's in lovemaking or connecting with nature or in music or in dance or, you know, something else. But those moments when it's like time stops and all of a sudden your, your senses are heightened, you can feel, you can see, you can hear so much more. And that's what we're talking about. That's the portal, that's the doorway to this different paradigm of intimacy. Yeah, I like that. I like how you break that down. That was good. I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, yeah, I might try. I want, I need to go try some of this now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Good, good. That's yeah. What you want.
I know, I know it's there, but I'm like, look, I'm yet yet to master it or or yet to experience it. So I'm like, look, it's um, it, that's why I think it's a strong topic to talk about. Um, what about for the women? Like, you know, a lot of women have partners and stuff like that, and um, I know that can kind of be a different conversation to have. I feel, especially for women, I feel like a lot of women struggle to tell men what they want, what they really want. Um, that's a that's a feel that's a because like, I've like I, I'm an inquisitive man and it's like when I'm being seeing someone, it's taken me a long time to like break it down and like ask them what like, until them to honestly tell me what they want. And it, that's know. a struggle. Yeah. 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 So true. You know, and, and a lot of women that will, will not really say, you know, the truth because they don't want to, you know, hurt his feelings, but also it can't always be put into words. You know, it's not mm. always something that she logically knows. Like, you know, oh, I want you to touch there and do that. Because it's that is not really what she longs for. It's something much more kind of ethereal and, and kind of something you can't really name it, you know. So that's, I think, also where that maybe different difficulty in communicating what it is comes from. That these things are actually hard to put words on. And uh, for the women, you know, I mean, they've been also so culturally conditioned to fit into the male model. So a lot of women, you know, they also believe that the orgasm is the focus of sex and they've, they've trained themselves to, to want that, which is kind of in a way fitting into the male model. And so that can be as much a trap for the woman as for the man. So same thing, you know, to allow yourself to slow down and start to discover what's available when you're not heading anywhere and um and within that that's where you can start to experience you know your true orgasmic potential which is not a peak but it's an orgasmic state like in an omni-orgasmicness like when the whole body starts to open and every single subtlety becomes like incredible you know so, so you don't even really need to count orgasms anymore because they will happen i mean peaks will happen but not because you go chasing after them you know and everything that's in between becomes equally important when you actually start to open and connect from that place of of being in presence together and i mean some women also take it um as a personal thing that if the guy doesn't ejaculate they think that they've done something wrong so a woman some women will kind of try and pressure you into come as well, which is you just really need to have the conversation with her, you know, because some women will think that you're not attracted to her if you don't ejaculate. So if you're planning not to, you've got to have the conversation with her so she knows what you're doing. Yeah, a lot of women yeah. um, will f take offense to that, like straight away. Exactly. So you've got to communicate. And that's a classic thing with guys. <laughs> they don't often, you know. So whatever's going on, if you, if you maybe, for instance, even like if you have an, a, a momentary erectile issue, for instance, you know, a lot of guys won't say anything. And then she goes, oh, my God, he's not attracted to me, you know, and they take it personal. Where it's just going, oh, well, it's just a bit of nerves the first time, you know, you know, which it is for a lot of guys the first time and, and it, will, it will fix itself, you know. So yeah. a little bit of communication goes a long way. Men, men and communication, those two just don't <laughs> match up right now. 
I know, but that's the intimacy, you know, and that is what, what the feminine longs for, you know, to share and you don't have to seem like you've got it all together. In fact, it's, you know, the sharing from a vulnerable place that you don't know or are not sure, that is what connects you with her, you know? Yeah, I think the vulnerability is a really big thing as well um, with males that they don't ever lead into, they feel like they've got to be the sex master as soon as they, you know, see some woman that they're like, they've got it all down pat. And um, I, like I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. Like I've started seeing someone, and I've, you know, I thought I had it all together, and I knew everything, and then like got to spend some more time with them, and and uh, it developed, and it, it was completely opposite to what I thought it was at the start. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not even yeah. like that. And uh, yeah. even with, um, I guess, not ejaculating, it's uh, that was a thing that, um, like for me, I used to do a lot of drugs and um like a lot of guys that's a really big thing now with guys they will go do drugs and alcohol because they won't get off you know they won't ejaculate and they can go for longer mm -hmm. and that, i feel like that's a that's why a lot of you know guys in my um that i know that's a, that's a really big thing they'll use drugs as that as that's their um avenue to go last longer in bed and yeah. um that was a that's a vicious life a cycle i feel that uh ended a couple of relationships of mine yeah um that the only time we had that or we thought it was i thought it back then i thought it was like intimate sex but it was like that uh crazy fucked up sex as i call it um when you're on drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. and that was it and that was like that was that was the most exciting bit that we thought it was and it's that's not it wasn't intimate at all it wasn't um you know it wasn't really anything really it was just it was yeah it was pretty crazy when you think about it that, that's what we thought was uh right but um, yeah, that was ended relationships. Really, that was um, there was no intimacy in it. It was like goal orientated, get the job done, um, yeah. and it was for a long period of time. But it was like, yeah, it wasn't um, yeah, there was no intimacy in it really at all. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So definitely, yeah, it can become you know a crutch. And if that's the only times that you connect intimately, then you know it's a trap. Um, but I think there's also stuff to learn from that, you know, so what, what is it, you know, what is the attraction to those heightened states of, you know, that you are experiencing on drugs with each other, you know, there's something in that that we're drawn to. I mean, yeah, you say, yeah, to last longer, but that's probably only one aspect of it. So I find that interesting and also a way that we can... I mean, the way I would see it is like there's something of that magical experience that we want to recreate, you know, that makes that moment of intimacy so special and otherworldly. And, and that is exactly what, you know, what is possible when you start to approach your sexuality from a place that's sacred and, um, you know, of bringing that into your daily life and creating um, lovemaking and intimacy um, moments and meetings that are sacred like a, a ritual where you create a space with purpose when it's not just like you know quick sex i mean nothing wrong with quick sex can be all right as well mm. but where you actually purposely creating a container where you are you know calling in the energy of connection vulnerability presence authenticity whatever it is that matters most to you and and that's what we can create and that's you know the way i see it, the way sex really has the potential to be the bridge between earth and heaven for us you know mm, yeah that's it's a, it's a cool place to 
I feel like it's um, and I, I'm liking it at the moment because I'm getting educated in this area and space. I'm like, I, I can see what it looks like and what it should look like, and it's um, I feel like starting I'm, to get some models there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm like, yep. this is how it should look, and it's uh, it's making more sense now. <laughs> like as where my perception of how sex and lovemaking should look was just like, oh yeah, it was like exactly like you said, like on the porno. Like, That's it. That was the only way. Um, but yeah, I'm like that. Yeah, the, now it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, that's not mm. that's not what what everyone wants, and it's um yeah, that's why I'm like I love this conversation, this talk because this work's so important. Um, just especially in like now that I've gotten a little bit older, like the men in my circles, we have more you know the chats are a little bit more in depth and stuff. It's not like oh, did you root her or whatever like that. It's yeah. um you know we ask questions and stuff now. So and I realize I'm like yo, everyone's um this is. A, we didn't really get much education in this space at all going no, through the no. schooling system. And, and I was thinking about it this morning when I got on here, I was like, what did I get taught about sex when I was young? Um, and I was like, nothing really. I know how to put condoms on bananas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, don't get STDs. Yeah. You don't know? get STDs. Yeah. That's it. Don't, um, don't do this. Don't do that. This is how, this is a condom. This is how you yeah, use yeah. it. Here's Purely one. technical, medical, mechanical, nothing about the energy, you know, what is the, what is it that drives us to connect intimately, you know, and that's, that's where I find also that when you say like the way it should or shouldn't be like, you know, I think for a lot of men, uh, I, there's so much pressure on the performance, you know, they're taking on so much responsibility for this that in a way, it doesn't need to be like that. You know, the way I see it is really so much more actually an undoing than a doing, you know, you don't have to perform. You don't have to try and be something more than you are. It's actually more about relaxing into who you already are and, mm -hmm. and stop the whole frantic trying to make something happen and let life itself and intimacy happen on its own because it does when you give it space. Yeah, that's and the the whole performing thing is definitely I've I've felt that pressure many times before. I'm like, okay, you know, here's this woman, we're gonna have sex, etc. I'm like, okay, I've got to perform, otherwise she's gonna run. She's gonna run. She's gonna be. Yeah. It's like it's like you're on show, you're on stage, um, and it's like that's where that pressure comes from. And then um, sometimes there's regret. There's like, okay, did I do it right? And there's a lot of uh, uncertainty around there. That's where um, that's where I just the conception around sex is like been built wrong i feel especially like it's um it's crazy when you start to look at it from a different angle i know i know and in the end of the day you know the women also it's that's not what they're after you know in the end the woman will be much happier with the night connecting with the guy who who uh, he might not even get an erection or he might come too soon but he's fully there with her he's relaxed he's open to connect he's present he's talking having conversations sharing feelings that's going to be in the end what she's going to choose more than the guy who is kind of all tensed up and kind of go, 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 try and, you know, manipulate her to have multiple orgasms and, and it just becomes, you know, a stressful event, yeah. you know? So really there's, there's um, so much that you don't need to do really, you know? So I just want to bring that across and I'm hoping that's going to be like a bit of a relief for guys, you know, to know that, it's actually about, first of all, relaxing and stopping and allow yourself to connect with her no matter where you're at. 
even if you're feeling shaky or nervous or whatever it is, that is perfect. Just be that, breathe that and share that with her and see what happens. And you might be surprised. Mm. You're not under, you're not under the lights. You're not under the bright lights on the show. And that's I how. know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's how many guys so feel. Right. You know, that's how they feel a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, the porn has certainly, you know, done that, you know, and, and when you look into the lives of the porn stars, they're, 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 they're mostly not happy, you know, they're very stressed and they, they have to, you know, to perform under the lights and, and they take drugs and they have to think about the cricket to try and not make themselves come and, and all sorts of, you know, sort of unnatural ways that, and, and, and the women in those situations too, they, they don't enjoy it. Mm. It's just for the show. Yeah, it's all for a show. And um, is there any other areas that you want to touch on? Like, I feel like that men should um, should know about this area because it's uh, for me. I'm I'm new to it. I'm just listening today. I'm like, this is I'm taking. I might write notes down because <laughs> it's uh, it's good. it's a really good yeah, lesson yeah. for me. Um. Okay. Well, probably the next thing I would want to say, since I said to uh, stop trying to make her orgasm, the next thing um you could do is to start to play with building your sexual energy without releasing. So allow it, it, and that's about really because most, most guys have a threshold of a certain amount of sexual energy they can hold before it's too much. And by gravity and force of nature, it will escape through the closest exit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll yeah. have to come out somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so what, what you, would do then is to actually train yourself to hold larger amounts of energy without the need to release. And you can do that by playing with yourself in little bits here and there, but without going for, you know, release. And you get used to actually feeling aroused and walking around with that energy and feeling that's okay. I can walk around and feel aroused and I can hold that energy and allow yourself to, to relax the body so that you actually really relax and allow the energy to spread through the body so that you can play with bringing the energy up into the body because that will take away that pressure that sort of pressure cooker feeling that a lot of guys get when they get aroused and they don't know what to do with the energy so you can play with bringing it up in bringing it up into your body and and when it comes to moving energy in your body so energy moves where attention goes um, so basically we can move energy with our thoughts in the body, which is really cool, but you got to be relaxed to do that. And a lot of guys have a lot of tension. So part of this practice would be to start to actually consciously working on relaxing your body and opening up the energy channels in your body. And there's systems you can use to do this, but I actually like to do it in a very spontaneous way where you just use your intention and your imagination, or you can imagine yourself as being space, for instance, like the space between the atoms that apparently we are, that helps to open up densities in the body and play with deepening your breath so that you're breathing all the way down into your belly. And you can visualize that you're taking that sexual arousal and bringing it up into the body. And that will help to, to spread the energy. And then you can start to feel it and allow yourself to be empowered by this energy. 
so that you can actually use it in your daily life. So sexual energy is not just about having sex with a person. It's actually your life force. And you can yeah. use that in your daily life for creative things, for just feeling alive and, and happy and strong and vibrant. And you can walk around and really just, you know, experience and feel that energy and own it. Mm. So that was, yeah, that's probably my next bet, best. Yeah. Thing. Because okay. I tried this as well. I just didn't get to the stage that you're talking about, about um, putting, and for the guys and girls that are listening, like, this is actually a thing because I tried it as well. And I was like, I didn't, you know, didn't do anything to myself for a month. And um, I got to the stage where I was like, you know what, fuck this, something's got to happen sooner or later. And, but I just didn't know how to disperse the energy properly. And I got quite frustrated and I was like, I don't know what's going on here. My body was feeling weird. Um, mm. But I just tried it. And um, yeah, you're right. I did feel a lot more energetic. I was, I um, I feel like my se- all my senses and everything was really enheightened. Um, mm, yeah, it was, it was a very yeah. different feel. It was a very yeah. different feel. Yeah, yeah. And mm. by the way, I don't recommend uh, going for long terms without ejaculation just for the sake of it. I mean, some guys do, and if that's what you really want to do, do it. But in itself. Um, you know, it's, I don't, I don't believe it is as effective as actually having a practice where you are cultivating your energy. So you are self-pleasuring, you are masturbating, but you're not doing it to release. You're just doing it to build the energy and to spread the energy out into your body. So you're building the energy, but without dispersing it. And like that, you're going to both get access to that amazing sexual energy that you're building you don't have to use your willpower to stop yourself from being sexual you can still you know self-pleasure you can still make love but you're training yourself to last longer like that the more larger amounts of sexual energy you can hold in your body without ejaculating you know the longer you can make love and that will happen through embodying the energy allowing it to spread through the body so you need to Relax, open up, start moving your hips, start really breathing through your spine and, and all sorts of practices where you open the body up. So mm. um, easier said than done. I realize that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, listen, that's I'm like, the direction. Yeah, that's the direction, definitely. Yeah, that's, you know, and that's a direction where people need to take because I, I just tried it as a, something I've heard on the grapevine, listening to things. I was like, oh, look, I'll try that thing. And, um, you know, I, I yeah. did it for a month or so and I was like, I just didn't have the right tools and it was um it was something i experimented Good with start, you know that's the way to start to experiment and you know and and you know at regular intervals it's the natural thing to ejaculate you know like i i don't tell my clients to hold off forever but rather to set themselves a goal like let's say i will ejaculate once every week or once every two weeks and then in between that to self-pleasure to make love but without ejaculating and then when they decide to ejaculate, actually make it a conscious decision that you've got to do it and then make an event out of it. Mm. So it doesn't have, just happen by accident. I like a meaning behind about it. it. Yeah. It's like, it's like men make it a chore. It's like a chore. It's like yeah. a, a routine. It's like, you know, this is just this thing that we do um, as a routine and a daily thing. Um, or it's like a chore. You know, and that's, um, I think that's where everyone gets confused. It's not a chore. It's your energy. You should harness it and use it and place it in places. Um, yeah. and put it into your yeah. relationship, your partner, whoever yeah. it may be. And it's, um, when you start to play that game, it's a little bit, you know, it's, um, it's a cool feeling and I like it. <laughs> 
Yeah, look, it's, you know, it's, it's new territories for a lot of people because it's not the way we've been brought up in our societies. You know, guys are so conditioned to, uh, uh, you know, to hold it all in, you know, and, and women to a certain extent are more being, you know, allowed to, to be sensual and to move more openly, whereas guys have usually developed quite a rigid, you know, movement pattern. And that will result over time in that you, you, you're blocking the energy and you're creating um, numbness in the body and, and shutting yourself down. So that's where it's important to do the opposite, to find a way where you actually allow yourself to open the body. And that can be yoga, it can be a free dance, you know, any kind of free dance practice would be probably my preferred, you know, where you can get in and, and you know, shake shake it all out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That just reminded me of something. Sorry, I did a free dance one time um, and we're in this room, like, and, like, people were naked and stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I love it, was, it. It was a proper one. Um, and, yeah, it was quite – it was very hard at the start because most men were always control, control, control. And yeah. it was like this free dance, um, you know, and we got our kid off and um, and the lights were off and stuff and they played the music into the rhythms and we went through a uh, through some stages and levels. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's quite important to allow allow your body, allowing this. Exactly. Allowing it and that's why, you know, where you've been doing it in a certain way for, for decades, you know, the, the shift is not going to happen in an instant, you know, but the intention and the awareness of it is the first most important step that you have the willingness to want to explore and want to step outside the comfort zone of how you've been doing things so far, you know, because most people, they, they walk in a certain way, they stand, they sit, they run in a certain way, which means they'll also have sex in a certain way every time, you know. So the more you allow yourself to open and, and really let the body guide, um, the body will find a way to open. It will find a way to heal and to come into balance and alignment. And it will also know how to make love in the most exquisite, beautiful way, naturally. I mean, I'm fully convinced that that's the case. You know, just like, you know, dogs and cats, they know how to stretch. They don't need to go to yoga classes to learn that, you know. The birds know how to fly in formation in the sky. Our bodies know when we come back to listening to the body and allow the body to find its own way. And that's where the real work is at. Mm. This random question off the back of that, actually, because talking about love, um, what is um, what is your perception of love? Actually, I'm just curious. The question I ask people: What does love mean to you, and why? Ah, oh, well, love, love is so much. Love is everything, you know. And and you know, there's so many different loves, and you know, what I probably will come back to is the energy of love that constitutes everything when we allow ourselves to feel that, you know that that is actually our natural state, but we forget about it when we're in our heads and we create stories and, and all sorts of problems and issues that most of them are resolved in the moment that we relax and come back to our natural state of love. <laughs> yeah, I like that answer. I like that. I've never had that one. I don't do that very well normally myself. So, you know, I should add that, you know, I'm, I'm totally on that journey myself, you know, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just heard love and I was like, oh, I might ask, you know, what love means here because it's um, everyone has a different answer and everyone perceives love in many different ways, um, depending on how they see it. And it's always an interesting topic. Um, 
Yeah, I love that. I love that answer yeah. though. That was really good. I like that. Um, the next question I got for you, what is um, like advice for some, I know women are like, say if their partner's out there and he's having problems with this, like, like how can they steer you, like having that conversation to, I guess, steer their partner to come see someone like yourself and have the conversations and get some training and practice around it. Like, is there any advice I feel like you could give like a woman um, or someone that's in a relationship to be able to talk to her partner? Because I feel like that's the biggest problem is a lot of guys would be struggling in this area, um, but they would never ask for the help. Um, and then their partners would probably know it, but they wouldn't know how to push them. It's questions I get asked all the time, like um, just in doing our men's work and stuff. Girls are like, oh, I need my partner to come do this thing with you guys, but I don't know how to ask him. I don't know how to get him there. I'm like, you just be honest with him, like be straight. Yeah, I know, you know, and the thing, I mean, what seems to be mostly the case is that the guys want to find me for themselves. They mm. don't want their partner to tell them. So she could message me and, and, and tell me his Instagram, you know, name and I can, I can follow him mm. and then he will follow me back. So yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll see <laughs> that's it. the way we could get in there, you yeah. know, and then he starts seeing the stuff, you know, that I got to offer. But for the woman herself, really, you know, it's important to actually hold your standards high for yourself because a lot of women have not, you know, allowed themselves to do that you know and i think that's really important to really set the, the bar very high you know don't expect anything less from your man than you know to show up and to show up in presence and to connect with you and and um let him know that um that he doesn't have to try and make you come you know that that is not the point but ask him to just connect with you and set some time aside, have, you know, love dates, book in time for intimacy. I mean, most people have the schedule full of work commitments, friends, sports, all sorts of events, but they don't schedule in their love making all the time, you know, intimate time together. So do that, you know, set time aside and make sure that you actually make it clear to him that this really matters. Yeah, and just on that, like how you said, oh, like the woman to say, hey, to the man, like you don't have to make me come. If someone said that to me, a woman, I'd be like, okay, the pressure's off. Now we could, now we can explore different things know, um, and experiment in different ways because yeah. men are so goal oriented as we know, and it's like yeah. that's the first thing that comes to mind. I'm like, okay, we yeah. got to get this, we got to get this done. This is the yeah. chore, and then it's like if you don't get it done, it's like okay, we're gonna come back tomorrow and we're gonna, yeah. we're, gonna we're gonna go that have another thing. crack at this. I know. And the whole thing of trying to make her come before penetration that a lot of guys have gotten into the habit of doing because they want to ensure themselves against sort of feeling like a failure if they don't last so long. Mm. I wrote a post about it the other day, actually, with this. I always look for different ways to bring this across. Mm. And I, um, I just made the story of, of a birthday party where you're shoving the cake into the face of the guests as they walk in the door. And then as they're still wiping the crumbs off their face, you tell them, well, the party's finished now, time to go home. <laughs> so it's kind of insulting in a way, you know, to try and make her come first up because yes, it can be great to come, but it's not like to try and do that first up. It's just becomes this kind of pressure and goal oriented thing. You know, the orgasms will come 
when you spend time to connect and be together and learn to last longer. Mm. I like that scenario that you just gave. It's like going to the birthday party. I was just that like, yeah, I, I had the to, cake for you, you know, yeah, I just yeah. had to sit with that for a second. I was like, Oh, you know, you're at the party. Enjoy the party. Be present. Exactly. Be enjoy have conversations it. and connect. And then you will have cakes and all sorts of things in between the conversation, but not when, you know, right at the start. Okay. Walk in here. Go. Here's your cake. Yeah, so I think we made this really, really clear for everybody who's listening, no? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that scenario that you gave me, I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's really good. That's for a man, I'm like, that's a good analogy. Oh, that like sat with me. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I like that one. The orgasms, the best orgasms will come when you learn to connect and be together and, and you know, stay together and last longer, you know? And, and the best lovemaking is not about fast friction most men need to slow down five to ten times just really slow down yeah that's hard too i think i've tried that once <laughs> i tried that once <laughs> i tried that once well that's first of all how you're going to last longer to start with you know and if yeah. you then also take the idea of giving her an orgasm out of the picture most guys would already then last a lot longer yeah it's like that um that whole it's like in your head like I, I like i've tried that before i'm like okay i'm gonna go slow here and um just try something different but in my head i'm like no no like most guys it's like oh no we gotta go fast it's like it starts slow and then it goes fast it's like straight away it's like <laughs> it's I like know. that condition i know that thing you start speeding up as she gets aroused actually that's meant to slow down even more she'll have um, a stronger orgasm if you slow down when she's coming Shit, I'm taking notes here. More like pulling it out of her than trying to ram it into her. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. See, um, this is this is the kind of stuff we need to hear. <laughs> A lot of men need to hear this. Might have to go get some practice. <laughs> well, you start by yourself. You know, start by getting into your own body. You know, that is mm. so crucial because if you're not really embodied in yourself, there's only so far you can go with her. So the the personal work is is so essential. Make it your spiritual practice, working mm. on your sexual life force. Yeah, or even just understanding your, your sexual energy as a male, like that, it's an actual thing and that's energy and it can be exactly. harnessed, it can be used. Yeah. It's there, it's not just this thing. It's like, okay, we get it and we just throw it out and that's it. It's, uh, it's a tool and use it. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Is there anything else you want to touch on for the men? I think that's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we, we had a really good talk about it today. <laughs> that was good. I like those topics. Yeah. And, um, and I'm hoping someday we can have another chat. I might even come back to you with some, uh, once we've had some practice and I've put some of these things into play, um, we could even talk sure. about the next, yeah, next yeah. stuff as well. Um, yeah. But I've got, I got two questions that I always ask at the end of the podcast. Let's say I have one wish. You have one wish. I could give you one wish to change anything in the world. Uh, what would it be? Okay. Oh, that's such a good one. Um, I think um, it would be for people to actually allow themselves to feel their feelings, to start mm. to accept and feel all their feelings. Also the feelings that normally we don't, but we try and push them away, but to right. actually honor and and emotions. Oh, I love that answer. That's a good one. And then the last question I got for you, um, some words of what, advice or some wisdom um, that 
if you would give to someone, it could be a quote, whatever it is, um, just to someone out there, like if you were to pass on some kind of advice or anything to someone. Yeah, look, um, they're probably just reiterating what we already said, you know. Take the pressure off. There's no need to perform. Don't try and make an orgasm. Slow down. Be present. Connect and trust that your body will actually guide you. Oh, see, I love that. I love that. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to close it up there, guys. But thank you very much for listening to our show. Nidia, thank you very much for our for listening uh, and giving us a content that we need today because I've got a lot of things um, on my, okay, I'm, well, my head's running everywhere. I'm like, okay, I need to change so many things right now. Um, <laughs> One thing at a time, like slow down. Yeah, I know. I'm like <laughs> on my checklist already. Yeah, yeah. First uh, thing, slow down. Slow down, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. But uh, thank you very much for joining us here today and uh, appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And thanks, everyone, for listening in as well. Yeah. No worries. Catch you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm Mr. Hecker. And if you don't know, now you know that is our show for today. I appreciate your love, your support. Please have a beautiful, lovely day. If you could, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. That would be much appreciated. Until then, peace and love, and I'll see you on the next one.